Hello everybody and welcome to Nutty Buddy Entertainment and on today's episode it is part two with Neil and Elliot where we talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. We talk about the things we're looking forward to, some concerns we may have, and what we're predicting for the movie that's coming out in a couple days. That's happening right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Welcome back, everybody, to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. I am your host, Ryan. And in this episode, I continue my discussion with Neil and Elliot from Shooting the Breeze podcast. And we discuss Spider-Man No Way Home that comes out in a couple of days. And we talk about the things we're excited about, a lot of excitement, maybe a couple of concerns we might have, and some predictions that we have for Spider-Man No Way Home, which comes out in a couple of days. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to part one with Neil and Elliot, where me, Neil, Elliot, and I, I should say, Neil, Elliot, and I, we discuss Marvel uh, Phase 4. We catch up a Phase 4 a little bit, and then look out as I'm going to drop two or three more parts to our podcast for our Spider-Man award show. Hopefully I get it all out before Spider-Man No Way Home. So let's now get into the podcast with uh, Neil and Ellie and I discussing Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, guys, let's go on to our next topic then. Let's talk about No Way Home. That's what we were hyped about. That comes out again in like five days for me, four days for you guys, something like that. Oh, and so I might actually fly out to see you guys and just go. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Imagine. That'd be amazing. That would be super fun. But uh but we're gonna we're gonna see uh, Spider Man No Way Home. So we're gonna talk about that real quick here and and get people hyped up to go see it again in in on on Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday, depending where you're at. Uh, let's start with uh, Elliot. Elliot, what are you most anticipating, or what's your excitement about this movie? What are you looking forward to the most? Uh, just the three generations of Spider Man that got pretty much that that. that that pushed Spider-Man into the mainstream step by step for the past nearly two decades. Just seeing them together, and we and we know they're going to be together at this point. Honestly, yeah, there's no on. point denying it. Yeah. We know it's coming. It's yeah. too much has been revealed unintentionally or intentionally. We don't know at this point. I have, I, I real quick, I had a theory about that real quick. So you know, there was a fight between Sony and Disney about how much they wanted to show. That's the rumor. Mm. Like Sony yes, wanted yeah. to reveal more than Disney did, and then there was that scene where, uh, that trailer where you see um, what's his name, Lizard, get like <laughs> hit by the force. It almost looked like the force, right? Right. Like the Spider-Man knows the force now. Oh, um, I said, I said, Sony did that on purpose because they wanted to hint at everybody that there will be the Spider-Man. Yeah. So just just so you know, conspiracy theory. But go ahead, Elliot. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. No, that's fine. It, 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 I'm, I'm just glad we got that Brazil trailer mentioned in there because yeah. that was remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> but now, even re-watching Spider-Man 2 this week, I never thought like we would get to like, the, these obviously these actors and these characters like, just to reprise their roles this many years later. I would never have imagined that as an eight-year-old back when we when I saw Spider-Man 2, we would get it again with the same actors. It's extraordinary. It's so smart by Disney and Marvel. It's just so smart. I just, I think it's, um, 
I don't know. It's going to hit all the right feels. I feel like uh, Neil, how, how are you feeling? What are you looking forward to? Right. I, the same thing. You got three generations of Spider-Man and I like all three of them for very different reasons. We'll get into it in the award show. The villains coming back. I mean, sorry, there was a TV spot I saw the other day and there is a line from Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin where he says, we have a new world to conquer and it sent goosebumps down my back. It was really, just to hear it say, yeah, they've come to these guys, these iconic villains from films I was watching, you know, 17 20 odd years ago coming over into this cinematic universe i love now and they're gonna yeah they're gonna cause chaos i just thought that's another exciting aspect um another thing for me that i think i'm shall i just mention it i mean i think people know he's going to be in it at this point but the third big factor of wow i can't wait for this is the return of charlie cox as mm. matt murdoch daredevil that for me it, it, it runs the three generations of Spider-Man pretty close, if not edges ever so slightly ahead, because I love that character just so much. So, so let me ask you this, because, you know, the villains are, are kind of the focal point of a lot of the trailers. And I don't know about you guys, but I was so hyped after that first trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you guys feel like now we, we probably know it's going to happen, but let's say it didn't happen. Let's say we don't see the other two Spider-Men. Let's say that it was actually Doc, Dr. Octavius joining Spider-Man and, and, and he was actually the one that hit uh, the lizard. The lizard, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's imagine that. Uh, would you still be hyped about the movie? It's hard. You know, I've tried. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I've tried playing through that scenario in my head. Yeah. Like thinking, what if, ponder the question, what if it's all been one big conspiracy one big lie all along and they were never there they were never so every time andrew garfield has been tearing his hair out saying look i'm not in the movie and we've been saying you're a liar and then it turns out no he's actually telling the truth it there would definitely be it well it'd be a ralph boner moment wouldn't it it'd the be ultimate be, the ultimate yeah, the ultimate ralph boner would be we thought we were gonna have the three generations of spider-man in one movie and they didn't show up what the mm. oh no that would it would definitely be heartbreaking. However, yeah. once I've thought about that scenario, I, I immediately tell myself, they're, they're so in it. They're just, <laughs> yeah, they're going to do it. <laughs> my, my subconscious steps in and goes, trust me, they're going to get to a moment. Um, oh, Elliot, should I mention the score? Because I sent you a clip yes. last Sunday. Have you, Ryan, I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, a, a few of the tracks from Michael Oh, yeah, score. I, I heard, yeah. Did you hear that? Did you yeah. hear track 19? Yeah, the the Spider-Man, right? That's what it was oh, entitled. Oh, my goodness. So you've, yeah. got James, you've got James Horner's, which is, I'm so glad they went with Horner's score for Amazing Spider-Man instead of Hans Zimmer's Amazing Spider-Man 2 score because that Amazing Spider-Man 2 score is woeful. And they've gone with the fanfare from the amazing spider-man which i really like and then it blends into the theme from danny elfman's mm-hmm. spider-man and oh I, I thought the tingles from hearing green goblin say we got a new world to conquer that that was uh i had to record it i screen recorded on my phone with the sound playing and i immediately sent it to elliot on whatsapp and i said just jacchino's a genius just listen to this and he said he was he was punching the air. He was, weren't you, Eddie? You were <laughs> fist punching the air, like, oh my I, god, I, yes. I, I I I was close to shedding a tear. Well, just went. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
just, just say, I just, oh, I just say it cut, yeah. it cuts that deep. You know, it's just wonderful to hear. It just for those few seconds. So, so again, it's another thing where I'm going. They're there. Yeah. But so here's not putting that score in. If yeah. So Elliot, maybe maybe you can answer this question then. Since we we're, we all believe we're like ninety nine point nine percent sure they're going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think Disney and Marvel didn't want to show it? Um, maybe just because Marvel Studios are quite very safeguarded and secret around their projects, whereas Sony, kind of like Universal Studios, I like to advertise everything as possible. Yeah, I, I know Sony owns it because Universal, like pretty much. From their from the trailers for their own upcoming films, like you could just like pretty much the entire movie, you can guess from A to B from that trailer alone. Sony aren't that extreme, but I do like to sort of like blow their load very too early. It's like, oh yeah, we got this, we got this, we got that, we got that there, because they kind of gave away like like a lot of the plot points of Homecoming in that second trailer that Sony launched mm. a few years ago. It's like, well, I, I know how the story goes from here, so that's an absolute shame. So yeah, in terms of discretion, Sony yeah just don't seem to. Had to share their vision. It's Do you the think it's factor? Yeah, the what factor? I'm sorry. It's, it's the it's the. I think it, if if the can you imagine if the end game trait the final end game trailer had showed a large portion of the final battle mm. with yeah. everybody coming through the portals, the impact would be gone. They it's you. I had assumed in end game the heroes are going to come back. It's going to be this big grand moment, and when they did. I wasn't expecting it to be as grand as it was, and I shed a tear and I screamed when he said "assemble." It's it's that, mm. but probably even more, even more of an accent on this because it's whoa, these characters are Maguire in particular are very popular. When we first see them on screen and we've not seen them in any of the preview stuff, that's audience scream worthy. I can't wait to hear the reaction in the theater this Wednesday. I'm hoping for an actual, like, even if it's just a bristling, oh my goodness. You know. Yeah, and I mentioned in um, when we did the uh, Phase 1 award show how American audiences, I much I prefer to in the UK, I hope we get something of like of, of a high scale. Like, just uh, any applause or cheers, I think that would be in, that would be extraordinary, even by UK audience standards. Elliot, mm. you just need to set a trend, right? Like, you got to be like, woo, yeah, get everybody on their feet. Just, uh, just be, just be the hype man from that Bethesda um, E3 2018. Like, woo, <laughs> like, woo every time at the, at the press conference. Yeah, I think I think you guys are right. Probably just because of the emotional value that it brings. Not like you kind of know, but you're not sure. Yeah. Right. And so maybe that's it because I'm like, it can't be the hype because I think people are going to be hype, whether they, they think they know, or they absolutely know, like there's going to be hype either way. People are going to want to yeah. see it either way. Um, even if you reveal if they're all three together. So maybe, maybe it's that, that makes a lot of sense. Like they just want to keep the emotional, uh, uh, you know, the emotion to be in the movie theater and not in the trailer. That, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. Anything that concerns you guys about this movie? Like, any concerns? That it might all be a bit too much, but then I've said that about Infinity War, I've said that about Endgame, and they've neither of those let me down. I'm still, the concern's still there, and it always will be. For these big event movies, there'll always be that feeling in the back of your mind that what if this is just too much? What if having everything and the kitchen sink is just, it's it's an overload. We've already criticised Eternals for being way too much, way too heavy on character and plot and things they want to do and they should have just left i think in uh, having said that 
I do think they will strike the right balance and it will be just... I think they'll I think they'll get it just right. As soon as it starts to feel like it's too much, they'll just read it back mm-hmm. in a little bit and then it will end with a triumphant finale. They know what they've got here, ultimately. They're like, they, we know how the audience is going to react to seeing this person and that person yeah. hearing that score. Yeah, I, I, the concern will be there until I've seen the movie. Right. yeah. But in my heart, I feel like it's going to work out. I think this is going to really please a lot of people because i was worried about seriously worried about endgame so i'm concerned about the reactions the reactions are going to start dropping i think monday evening your time tuesday morning our time so when Mm. i get up on tuesday people will have been the premieres this monday people will have seen it sony and disney have already said that they can post their responses i'm nervous i'm nervous about because it's when the eternals reactions came out then they were so mixed i thought "Uh uh-oh we might be in trouble here, so I'm hoping for a lot of you're not ready for this. If they, if I get a few, you are not ready for this movie. I'll be like, okay, good, that's good. I'm I'm suitably prepped now. Yeah, yeah. It should it's be four sh- hours long, right? Go ahead, Elliot. Yeah, really. Like it's been <laughs> yeah, I know it's two hours forty, isn't it? Because I thought because mm-hmm. I've heard either two hours just shy, 40, yeah. Yeah, because I thought it was like um, two hours thirty-eight from the original reported I, I've, time. I've I've actually heard it's about two hours twenty-eight. So oh, I thought it was two forty. Yeah, My yeah, it, it, yeah, it was close before, and then I think they've chopped a few things out, and then I've got it to just over two hours twenty eight. So mm. it's fine. I think this can still work. If there was one more thing I'd say before we jump into the award show, because because Tom Holland said like, it's the most ambitious solo movie like they've mm-hmm. ever done. Obviously, I know obviously they they kind of have to hype it up in some way. They can't say, oh, this movie's hot garbage. Don't but don't come and see it. <laughs> but but. Infinity War is an achievement in cinema because every other studio that tackles that scale of movie, I think, fails. There is no universe in which Infinity War realistically shouldn't work as a film. But Marvel Studios pulled it off, and if they, if they wouldn't be attempting No Way Home if, they, if Infinity War didn't work out the way it intended. Yeah. Well, here, 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 yeah, and, and Infinity War, I feel like, worked out um, because they already had a foundation with all the characters. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Eternals, not to go back there, but that's where it really fell apart. There was no foundation. Yeah. They, they were introducing all these people. Then they're trying to give them story arcs and a big story. But with with No Way Home, we have a foundation of all these characters. We've so, got, yeah. yeah, we've got 20 years of foundation. Thankfully, we know Green Goblin. We know Doc Ock. Yeah, it's, it's great to know. We're just seeing people again that we haven't seen in a long time. And we've had two movies prior with Ned, with MJ, with this yeah crew of people in his class yep from the mcu spidey movies so it's good we've got that established thing there we can there's less time introducing and more time getting to the here's this big moment on the bridge here's this big moment here here's the spider-man oh my god oh sorry i'm getting a bit worked out. it's really exciting i've been this pumped for a film in a very i'm so, I'm so excited okay before we get to the award show um Let's let's each each of us maybe a prediction or two. Uh, let's start with Elliot. Elliot, do you got a prediction or two that might not be at obvious? And any predictions? Ooh, like any... apparently there's supposed to be six villains. We we don't know who the sixth villain might be. Do you have a prediction on that? Do you know a prediction of uh, like when uh, Doctor Strange says I can't hold them back any longer? Do you have a prediction of what that might be? What What are your predictions? Yeah, because um, I know because the post credit scene in Far From Home that takes place around the time obviously of Wonder Vision, close to the end of that. So I kind of feel like um, obviously that that point when he said, "Oh, they're starting to come through," that's probably when the threshold is crossed, and that's when obviously the multiverse starts breaking apart. 
I see. I see that factor in it in some way. Um, because a prediction, which is no longer a prediction, because I'm no longer worried about it. it, was I thought they would screw around with um Doc Ock's redemption arc from Spider-Man Two, and he'd be a villain again. But no, they carry on with the fact that he's redeemed himself, and the fact that he's going to help this version of Spider-Man on his journey in No Way Home. Like, thank God, I, I was concerned it was going to be like, oh yeah, no, he he comes out at the moment where he's drowning. And he's like, and oh, he's evil again. Like, no, that spoils that spoils the entire character development that Raimi put into it. 17 years ago but no yeah so yeah, that's a prediction i don't need to make because i know that's that's safe and sound how about how about you neil you got anything my prediction because I they haven't announced it but i think it's like looking at rumors and photos of him wearing a crew hat i i think it is safe to assume that at some point maybe even in the post credits maybe if not in the body of the movie we're going to get to see venom Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see him. I think I think Tom Hardy's going to show up at some point in the movie. Most likely, it is going to be a post-credit scene, but I think we'll see him there. I did have a, 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 an actual proper one that I wasn't using just to say Venom, uh, and that is <laughs> it's for the ending of the movie. Actually, I I think we're going to be left with a door left ajar for not just another crossover but for maybe to return to the uh garfield and Maguire universes and possibly a setup for i mean definitely a setup for multiverse of madness yeah i keep thinking what could you put in to surprise people and go oh we've also got this in multiverse of madness but there's going to be something there one of those credit scenes is going to be because we're what six five six months out from multiverse now yeah i think we're close yeah yeah so i think um i agree with you on the spider-man thing i think they're gonna have two spider-man universes going at the same time and Mm -hmm. then have crossovers um so whether that's andrew or toby in the sony universe that'll be interesting to see that that's a prediction i have i my prediction about um what who was coming through that 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 thing I think yeah. it's just going to be like all the other Sony universes, Fox universes. So all the X-Men, all the, all the all Deadpool, I think it's going to be the Fantastic Four. And I think they'll, they'll rig blow my mind because I don't know if you heard, I don't, um, did you guys hear who might show up in multiverse of madness? Possibly people keep mentioning Patrick Stewart's name. Saying, yeah. Yeah, show up as Xavier. Apparently, he's going to be showing up. We've so. been burned by that before, though. Just exactly. <laughs> I know. to be honest. Going back to our origin story of when we started doing stuff on stereo, oh. this is yeah, we've been hurt by this once before, and I don't want to get my hopes up again. But mm. the more people I hear talk about it, it does seem there's a there's a bit more stability. There's something a bit more concrete to this rumor this time. So, well, would make sense because right, like in the comics, that's who when that's 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 the only way you really can go after Scarlet Witch is more of a, yeah. a mental battle because otherwise she's too powerful uh yeah, elliot you got absolutely. anything to add uh nothing more to add on my okay. front i'll just add yeah i just I, I can't wait for wednesday evening and to for, and for me and neil to geek out about it afterwards on our next episode on shooting the breeze and when i'm done watching it you better believe i'm gonna like message you guys and be like guys what yeah, yeah, yeah we have so. to talk about every <laughs> scene every frame <laughs> guys i have one more thing oh, oh go ahead more than just the freeze it, it, it uh, Prediction may not come to pass. More than just these three Spider-Men. I think we're going to get Spider-Men we're not expecting. I think we're maybe a Miles Morales, but 
I, I think we might get, oh, how good would it be to see PS4 Spider-Man? I know there's that oh. funny joke going around of when Green Goblin sees the triangle and circle above his head when he's battling PS4 Spider-Man. <laughs> I would love to see PS4 Spider-Man show up. Um, no, so, I think I'm we're going to get I'm more Imagine if you reload for the mask as well. That, that, that yeah, would be remarkable. that'd be great. No, I, I think they're going to surprise us. We're going to get a few more Spider-Men than you could imagine. Yeah, that would like, be yeah, fun. Yeah, I think they'll be, oh. Do you so guys get, are, put that out there. Do you get a guess at all? They, they said, again, just maybe there might be six villains we've only seen five do you guys like do you think it'll be vulture or scorpion i'm crossing my fingers for vulture because i know that keaton has been shooting vulture stuff recently but apparently it's for morbius right yeah. that's what i heard too um it's just nice to know that he's going to be sticking around to be honest because when he went back to doing batman for dc in the flash mm-hmm. movie i thought oh does that preclude him from being in mcu stuff and clearly it doesn't because right. he was on uh, Kimmel and he said oh I'm going to be shooting some Vulture stuff tomorrow and I got really excited thinking this is a few weeks out he could shoot stuff for No Way Home now Mm -hmm. yeah or a credit sequence for No Way Home and set him up for a return in a Sinister Six movie that would be exciting because he was um, filming Dope Sick wasn't he around the time that they were filming No Way Home so yeah it would have been difficult to get him on board to find Mm. the time for it definitely definitely okay yeah awesome yeah I'm super excited that Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. Speaking yeah, speaking of can't wait, we gotta get into our Spider-Man award show. So let's do it. Yeah, let's do that. Thanks so much for listening to Neil Elliott and I talk a little bit about No Way Home, what we're looking forward to, what our concerns are, and some of our predictions. Um this is part two. And we got probably three, four, and maybe part five. And those three parts are going to be all the Spider-Man Awards show where we give out awards to who our favorite villains are, who um, we feel is the best Peter Parker, which one is our favorite movie of all the Spider-Man movies, and many, many more awards. If you haven't yet, please follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore sports. And please follow Neil and Elliot as well at Shooting the Breeze on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoy and have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you guys soon.